Broadcasting live from an undisclosed location in the universe. Welcome to Iggy Garcia Live, the show where metaphysics, holistic living, motivation, and inspiration come together to empower your mind, body, and soul. We will dive deep into the realms of metaphysical wisdom, exploring the fascinating connections between mind and matter. Get ready to ignite your inner spark and embrace right, a journey of self-discovery. So, sit back, well. relax, and enjoy the ride. Let's try and do some things here real quick. Alright. So, uh, good morning to everybody. Uh, you guys are alive. It's been a while. It's not been a while, just... Just kind of when the... You know, you gotta get, kind of get in the mood you know, when you do these shows. You can't just do them because you have to do them. You do them because you want to do them. And so, that's kind of uh, where I'm at today, so... Like we start most of our shows, however we begin, we always honor those people on our show. We're always in ceremony, giving thanks. So we light a candle. This candle burns throughout the show. As I prepare it here, see I'm just dipping it here. And then hold it like that. So today it's the red candle. The red candle is about love, energy, power, heat. Those are the positive aspects of the candle. And then on the other side, the negative part of it, depending how you look at it, uh, is anger, danger, warning, just these little things, reminders of why certain colors remind us or trigger us or used throughout society to represent certain things. So let's put this over here. This is kind of like my timer too. So it'll be doing its thing very good now like gotta kind of move the energy a little bit and burn a little sage this is actually a white sage it's ceremonial sage it's from out west uh, actually but it's actually grown here in Columbus Ohio in my backyard I want to thank uh, my ancestors. I want to thank those who trailblazed the path for my family and my, you know, my close-knit family, my personal tribe, my little group, you know, to give thanks to my mom, my dad, my grandma, grandpa, everybody who, those seven generations deep and they go deep and go out. I want to thank you all for being part of my life and being thankful for that. So I give thanks to the ancestors. Thank the ancestors for being there with me, guiding me as we move through uh, through this world, trying to find our way, trying to find uh, the directions that we need to go and the directions we have to be in. So um, I hope everybody's doing well. It's been a while since I've been on here. Um, in the beginning of the uh, actually, it's kind of in the middle of the month. I usually do a show in the beginning, but. So much has happened just in the last several months that, um, and just this month, just with everything that's going on in the world, the world is just, is a really hotbed right now of conflictions and, you know, ideologies, beliefs, and things that come together and people's uh, thinking about it. And, you know, 
there's just so much right now. We're so inundated with what's happening in the world and what's going on in the world that sometimes we don't even know how to think or how to feel about things. We become silent, we become quiet because part of us doesn't want to engage or or move the ship a certain way or or cause things, people to feel a certain way or whatever. But a lot of it's because we don't know and we don't understand. So that's likelihood, you know, best sometimes best policy is to be the observer and watch and see how it plays out and see how it goes. Because it's easy to jump on something and not understand what you're jumping on. And so <clears throat> eventually you'll have to make your own decision of how you see the world and how you live in the world. And that's why this, this show today is about who am I? Who am I? Who are we? Who are we as a species? Who are we as people? You know, we, when it comes down to it, you know, we're all from source energy. Yeah. Wanted to believe it or not, we come from the same goo. We come from the same, that same cosmic spark. What happens after that? Well, that's a whole different story and a whole different show. But who are we? I mean, in the text of it, who, who are you? Have you ever examined that? I mean, some people think they do and some people think they don't. But have you really examined who you are as a human being and what that means to be human? What it means to be you? The person whose name Iggy or Ignacio or Nacho or, you know, Suzanne, Milano, Dante. Does, what does that mean? The association about someone's name. You know, what does that mean? What, what's that topic? What's that feeling? Who am I? You know, throughout history, people have probably been asking the same question. Who am I? What's my purpose? What are you supposed to be doing? But you know, life is full of multiple purposes, not just one purpose in one goal, one desire. Because once you reach that one goal and one desire, then you're on, you have to be ready to go on to the next one. But a lot of us, we reach that pinnacle and we get to that place. And sometimes we either arrive or we don't arrive. But either way, it happens. So I encourage you to ask yourself, what is your part in all this? What is your part in the world? What is your... What is your gift to the world? You know, a lot of people don't feel they're gifted. And a lot of people just feel like they're just, they're, they're just cruising through life. And, you know, a lot of us are. And, you know, life is full of moments versus the past or the future. Because neither one is attainable after it's gone or once we get there. Or just the idea. The past, we can't grasp it. We can't hold it. It has no, it cannot be like absorbed except into our mental processes of what we think we felt and how we felt. You could never even retell the story of how you felt in that moment. You just have feelings of what you were, you know, the triggers and the things that happened to you and the things that you found joyful and the things that you found fun or the things that found you found very traumatic. But regardless, that's where you're at. That's where we're at. The future, it's the future is just an unpredictable, you know, set of circumstances that lead us up into the present moment. You take a right turn or a left turn and, you know, your life's different. Your life goes in a different direction. So, you know, who am I? Who are you? Are you the words that spew out of your mouth because you believe it? Or are they the words that somebody else, you know, projected onto you? So many of us have words projected onto us and so many people either take it or they don't you know 
I, I hear it all the time. Oh, yeah, you, you do this magic. You do this great stuff. And people, you know, love what you do. And, you know, and they just, they think that you're amazing. And yet, as you're doing the work, you're going, I'm amazing. In what way am I amazing? What, what, what am I doing? That... It's because it's, you're being yourself. And you're being as authentic and genuine as you can possibly be. Because sometimes you can't just, you can't be anybody else but yourself. And the version of yourself is a, is a, a compilation of all the people and all the ideas and all the beliefs that you've created and all the things that you absorbed into your being that you thought were going to help you, resonate with you, take care of you, and put you in a state of mind, you know, to help you out. But the thing what happens is as we get older, as a child, we're, we're innocent. We're like, a, we're like a blank canvas. And we learn very quickly, very fast. Children learn really fast and very quick. I know this for a fact because, you know, I have, I have kids, I have grandkids, you know, and I see them and I see their lives as they progress through their little, little moments of, of learning what the world's about. You know, I'm a firm believer that everybody has purpose on this planet. Everybody. I mean, every human being has purpose. Every human being has something to share, something to give. You know, you may not believe that. You may not understand that, what that means. But those of us who come into this world have an opportunity to change this world. You know, it only takes one person to catapult us in many directions and to put us in, in different places that we need to go or don't want to go or we do go because we feel like we have no choices. The worst thing for a human being is to feel they have no choice, to have no free will. You know, when you look at your life, you're going, these are my choices, you know? So where's the free will there? I mean, it's not really your choice. It's somebody else's dictation of how you're going to move, how you're going to move through life and society. So the society dictates what your, your choices of free will are gonna be. Within that process of living life and experiencing life, there are things that are put before us that we have to make decisions on because that's what we agreed on. That's what society has moved into that direction to do. Which is really as much of shit, so much of crap. You know, when we give our power away to other people, we give our power away to institutions, to uh, political parties, to ideologies, religions, and all these different things in order for us to be okay, to be taken care of. But then we give away parts of our, our self to other people, you know, because we think they have a better way of understanding or representing us. And then that's what happens. Then what happens, you have severed a piece of your free will away to somebody else. You've given them the decision and the right to make decisions for you. Sure, we can vote. Yeah, sure, we can make all these other things. But when we put our representatives or we put anybody in a position of authority, they become the person who makes the decisions for us. So in religion, politics, as we all play a part of that or not, it doesn't matter if you play a part in it or not. You know, the, the issue is but we're really not free when you think about it. We're really not free in the sense of that, that we can just do whatever we want. No, we just can't do whatever we want. We, there are people who do whatever they want and they have consequences for that. 
and society's created parameters. So when I'm talking about who am I, who are you in the crux of all these agendas and all these political parties, all these belief systems? How do you fit in? What's your part? Is it just to serve and to worship and say, oh, okay, cool. I mean, you know, or are you a person who's going to make a difference in that, in that situation? Or are you happy where you're at and just being a person who follows along? So free will is very, it's very questionable about your free will. It's very questionable about who gets, who gets to decide for you and dictate for you the decisions that you may not want. You know, anytime we vote on things, anytime we decide and make decisions, there's going to be a whole another segment of people who are going to be disappointed. And there's going to be a whole another segment of people who are going to be inulated, you know, going to be happy and superly you know, excited about it. But then these people here are upset and these people are happy. So who's who? And in that moment, who gets to decide what's best for everybody? Well, it's because of the majority rules, right? Majority vote, majority decides that for everybody, this is the way it should go. If not, there would be chaos and we would all suffer and we'd all die. And we would just go crazy because we can't live any other way because the system that's been put before us has decided that if we don't do it this way, then there's going to be anarchy. And if there's anarchy, there's fascism and there's all these slew of things. We've even been brainwashed to believe that two parties is enough for us because if we had more than that, then that just creates a whole, a whole sh sh move of stuff. It's like two teams playing soccer each week and you never play another team and you never really truly improve because you never get better because by the time you play, <clears throat> you know each other, you congregate together and you learn from each other. One day you win, next day you win. The next time you win a lot of games and the next time you win you know, part of the games. And then you throw in a dark horse, boom, you throw someone in there who's not part of the group or part of this little clique. And it's like, oh my God, what happened? These guys are trying to change the world. They're trying to change everything that we don't, we believe and we stand for. You know, I'm a big firm believer that we should have at least four, four political parties in this country. 30 and 20, maybe that's too many. I don't know. I'm, I'm projecting now. But two parties is like, you know, the right wing and left wing of the, of the same bird. It's, it's my analogy of soccer or any sport event. It's like going to watch the Cavaliers just play the Boston Celtics every week. At some point, yeah, it's fun in the beginning, but eventually you're like, can we play somebody else? Can, can we put another team in here? Because this is kind of getting old, you know? But that's what I'm saying. Who are you in the scheme of the world? Have you ever asked yourself, who are you? I mean, what, what, is, your, what is your mission? What is your goal in life? What is your desires? What would you like to see happen? There's a lot of people in the world who cannot, whose free will has been dictated and taken away from them because they, they've given away themselves in that process. So my understanding is this. Yes, we have free will. We have the decisions to make decisions for, for our personal gain or whatever. But the collective free will, the collective mind, Where do we give? When did we give that away? Was it when the man, or when our ancestors first stood up on two legs and started to walk, and began to hunt and eat meat, and their brains got larger and bigger? They started to think because we were vulnerable creatures. We were vulnerable because we were predator. We were the predator's food. You know, it's it's really interesting when you when you think about it. Where do we where do we go from here? I mean, what happens next? Because when you look at the world right now, 
it's one it's one big crazy 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 thing you know it's really there's a lot happening right now and it's all based on decisions that were made by other people way before us way way before and these decisions have manifested themselves forward through time can we do anything about the past no, we, we, we cannot do anything about the past. The only thing we can do is move forward into the present moment and decide where we want to be and what we're going to do better. But we keep making the same errors and the same mistakes thinking that it's going to correct the problem. And it doesn't correct the problem. When you, when you, look, when you look at things, we have so many things happening and we're trying to solve them with the same result, the same way, the same fist you know, it doesn't matter who has the fist. It's still a fist. And we're trying to force systems to work that don't work. You know, sometimes we may have to scrap the whole playbook and rewrite the playbook. But we can't do that. Oh, no, we can't do that. Because if we do that, then we're, we're, not, we're not good citizens. Yeah, I'm not trying to say that we have to start a revolution or a coup, but we have to speak up. We have to voice our opinion. We have to voice what we feel. We've given away our power to uh, so many entities, so many organizations, so many belief systems, so many ideologies throughout our lives that, you know, it, we become very numb at some point, some of us, not all of us, but some of us become very numb. We become very cold in the, the precision decisions that we try to make are not that way. Now, is this country one of the best countries in the world? Well, there's a lot of best countries in the world. But this is one country for a lot of people that that's all they know. And they'll never leave this country. They've never been outside this country. And probably don't care to leave this country. So we have to have an open mind and understand that not everybody thinks like us. You know, not everybody believes in the things we do. You know, the world has come a long way, but it's also digressed and not not grown either in certain aspects. You know, you come to the U.S., you come to, you know, here, and you have amenities that you don't have in other parts of the world. Clean water, you know, sanitation. You have things that we, we us, who am I, take for granted sometimes. That all we got to do is put our trash can out in the morning. And the only thing we worry about, oh, you know, put it in a bag, make sure it's all recycled, make sure it's all put in a certain order. Because that's where we're, that's, that's where we're at here in this country. We're, you know, conditioned to live a certain standard of life here. And most people are okay with that. There's parts of it I'm okay with, and there's parts that I'm not okay with, but that's okay. It doesn't matter. Because in the end, whatever I decide to do, you know, is going to be trumped by somebody else's decision. <clears throat> because that's how that's how life is in a big populous country like the United States of America. So how do you find your own spiritual bliss, your own special, your place where you want to be and be able to, you know, commune with spirit, commune with your, your, your higher self? You know, some of these words may be foreign to you, but higher self just means God, means a proper version of ourselves. You know, I posted the other day, I am God. Of course I'm God. You're God. 
you hear people say, oh, I'm a goddess, you know, you know, the, because we are, we are, we are a splinter of creation. We are a splinter of the creator. Creator, he or she, when decided to explode and manifest, it scattered throughout the universe and through the universe, things through time and, you know, dedication and heat and friction, kind of like, uh, you know, our, our red candle, you know, that love, that energy, that power, that heat, that anger, that da that danger, that warning, that all just compiled and from that soup we've came. And then there's a whole bunch of other people believe that, you know, that God blew into us and created us. And that's okay. That's where you are at. That's what you believe. And I'm not here to knock that. I'm just saying that, you know, we all have to make decisions in our lives, who we are and how we, how we play a part in it. Law abiding citizen, pay my taxes and we do our things. That's great. You know, but the thing is we have to make sure that when we make our decisions that we think about other people too. You know, when, when you think about it, one of the most gifted spiritual being is, is a mom. She has the power to give life, to birth life. Men don't, men, we, we can't do that. So we have to remember the sacredness in motherhood, the sacredness of you know, that creation, that base of creation. You know, because as God, we are creators, you know, through the manifestation of creation of, of the higher source, that power. You know, we're, 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 we're getting too conflicted here in this country, personally, in my opinion, with labels and, and, and ideologies and beliefs that I remember growing up, nobody wanted to be labeled. Nobody wanted to be told that they were this or that. People wanted to be just themselves. And then here we have a whole slew of generation that wants to decide that, you know, hey, we're going to label ourselves. You got to label me this way or label me that way. Okay, that's fine. But it's hard for us sometimes to think, okay, you know, my apologies because I didn't know that you were this way. That I never encountered this. A lot of people, I don't know who's encountered. I mean, you turn on the news, people get encountered it. I personally never encountered it. And now I'm going to probably manifest it because I encountered it. Because I'm talking about it. But we are creators. We're magical creators. We are powerful creators. You know, men and women. You know. Human beings. The opposite of the other. And it's. It's not, it's not even about religion. It's just about how the biology of how we were created. Who am I? Who are we? As far as I care, you can be whoever you want and do whatever you want in the context that you honor and respect other people's belief systems that are not the same as yours. And that's where right now the world is kind of in a flux that we are, oh, we're trumping out other people's decisions of what's best for them because what's the other one says it's best for them is not good for you. And it's kind of a screwball thing right now. How do we honor each ourselves? Well, we have to acknowledge who we are and how we feel and not be combative and angry about it, but to be proud about it and to be happy about it versus to be, you know, because somebody else doesn't see us in the way that we see ourselves. Nobody will ever see you the way you see yourself. You probably don't even see yourself the way you probably think you see yourself. 
you probably look at yourself and you're going, and don't give yourself enough credit and don't give yourself enough accolades, you know, enough love to appreciate who you are as a human being. Why? Because somebody told you you weren't good enough. Somebody says that you're not that. No, how can you be? You can't be that. You know, when I watched an interview with Kanye West and he was talking about, you know, he's God. I'm God, you know, and everybody's like, oh, you're not God. You can't be God. And they totally missed the boat. They totally missed what he was trying to say. They totally missed it. You know, and he, he commented, well, <clears throat> okay, so I'm a gangster. I'm a pimp. I'm a rapper. And people are like, yeah, yeah, that's who you are. That's what you are. That's not who he is. That's what he does. There's a difference. There's a difference of who you are and what you, what you is. What you do and who you are are not the same thing. Yeah, I'm a coach. Doesn't mean I'm... I'm a coach. I coach. I know how to coach. He knows how to rap. Is he a rapper? It doesn't make him a rapper. He's a rapper. A person who raps. I'm a human being who coaches. I'm a human being who throws out ideas. But, does, am, I, but am I a coach? No, I'm a human first. Because if I'm not human first, I can't connect with you. If I try to connect you, I'm the coach. I'm, I'm above you. So I know more than you. And that's kind of how a lot of people go. A lot of people live like that. And they're like, well, I have the knowledge and the base and the validation. You know, in society, every day, there's a child born. Every day. Okay? There are more people who will not be alive than are alive. And those children who come into the world, some have to go through the process of struggle and learning and, you know, we, in some form or another. And then there are others that come into this world, not that their life is easier, not that their life is easy, but they, they get and they understand things at a much higher level and very quickly and very fast. And with that also brings uh, a lot of push and pull from other people who are not at the same level. I do coach sports. I, do coach, I coach soccer, futsal, and I watch this. I watch this play out with children. Some kids are naturally born to do certain things. But in that place, in that moment, and this is what I want you to hear. In that place, in that moment, what's happening is this one child can excel in this particular activity. But you take that child out and you put him in another activity, then the child who doesn't excel as well may be the person who excels at a much higher rate. Learned their gifts learn our gifts we have to know who where our gifts are who what we are just because you have a job that you took at some point in your life and you hate it and you probably hate it because it's not your true calling that you wanted to do but you took it because you need to pay your bills and there wasn't no opportunity to get the job that you truly wanted so what is your ideal life? What is your ideal situation? And why can't you find that? Why won't you work that? Because sometimes when we want something in a certain way, and this is me projecting a little bit, sometimes we want things to be a certain way, but they can't be that way because just because I want it doesn't mean that necessarily I want to get it. You know, I want a million dollars. This is just fall out of the sky. 
because at some point somebody had to create the wealth and create you know the energy and the draw to bring that forth into the present moment now the, the question is are you capable to move that same energy forward into the next generation to the next moment a lot of us are not trained and not skilled to move certain energies forward that's why you can give a lot of people a lot of money and they can blow it in three to five years and all the wealthy people got their money back that's why they're never really fearful about losing it because they know how to get it back the average person doesn't know how to get back the money or maintain it or keep it because the first thing they're 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 taught to do is oh purchase consume most people who gain a lot of money very quickly very fast they end up losing their money very quickly very fast because what they don't have the discipline to begin with when they were poor or broke or just middle class that's not all cases that's the majority of cases but a lot of cases are that way the people who come into money lose it just as fast as they got it but these people who dedicate and work hard in their own process of of creating business for themselves they create in their mental mind the things they would do that other people would not do or not willing to do most people who are in business will do things that other people will do they will stay away from friends and work directly into the work they do because they know the friends could be a distraction they work directly with their clients other people who are really wealthy who don't have the personal skills they hire the people to fill those gaps and those needs where they lack it's very fascinating human human psychology is very fascinating because everybody comes from their perspective everybody has their perspective everybody has their ideas and as soon as you kill someone's idea you've either created a friend or an enemy because people get butt hurt when you don't agree with them and some people say they don't get hurt or upset with you and some people like okay i see it i see, you're right you know i didn't see it like that i really appreciate that because they gave they've given you another perspective who are you who am i so when you're presenting yourself are you being your true authentic self when people talk to you are you being you or are you being what they want you to be uh how oh, hi mrs jones how are you you have to have, I understand you have to have a business persona and you have to present yourself in a certain way. But there's no reason why you can't be yourself in the process of doing the work. And we prejudge people every day. Don't don't think that you don't. Everybody is. I've prejudged people by accident. I made poor decisions on about what I thought somebody was. Why? Because I'm a human being, because I'm flawed. I'm screwed up. I get that. And that makes it you know, that makes for me personally, I don't know how it works for you. But for me, that helps me a lot to know that, you know, I'm going to mess up. As long as I just don't mess up all the time, I'm going to mess up. And you know what? Sometimes I got to fix things that I messed up. And sometimes I can't fix a damn thing. Leave it alone. Let it die. Let it sail away. You know, this illusion that we have to get along with everybody in the world. That's an illusion. Not everybody gets along with me. Not everybody agrees with the things I talk about. Not everybody says, oh, yeah, Iggy's right. Some people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, I get his point. I'm not here to be right or wrong. I'm just here to throw ideas out there and make you think about stuff in ways that you probably never thought about. I'm not saying you got to be a hater and hate everybody because you're, you're, you know, you're antisocial and you don't want to be part of the world. You just want to go do your job. 
You know, when I coach my kids, when I coach my my, my sports in futsal, when I coach, this is something I taught my son. You practice and you will play how you practice. So however you've dedicated in your practice, and I always tell the kids, you know what? This is like your first job. If this is what you want, if you want a job. The job has requirements and things that it expects of you. And it, as it expects of you, you should improve and become better as you progress through it. Who are you in the scheme of all this? You are part of a team. You're part of the group. That doesn't mean you're a conformist. That means that you have to be able to know your position on a switch, know your position, what to do. We're not going to put you in a situation where you're not going, you're going to flounder and sink because that would be on the coach's fault. But life is the same way. In your jobs, you have a dedicated purpose in why you're there. You could be a server, you could be a bank teller, you can be, you know, the taxation department, you can be the IRS, you can be the president of the United States, I don't care. But know who you are in those processes, what you bring to the game. Are you just trying to float through the day? Because if you're trying to float through the day, that's going to make it really hard for you. It's going to make it hard for you because look for the beauty in the work that you do. There's beauty in anything. Numbers, creation, cooking, you know, playing sports. You have to find the magic that's there. And I'll, I'll tell you, the magic there is you. You're the magic. You get to decide if you're going to be in a good frame of mind or a poor frame of mind. Remember, everybody every day has things that happens to them. Every day you wake up, it's either going to be a good day or a bad day. You're going to make the decision because something's going to either trigger you, something's going to bother you, or something. You're just going to wake up and say, hey, it's a great day. I'm happy and I'm moving in the right direction. And this is amazing and this is awesome. You know? I'm not saying you have to to be happy-go-lucky every day. But if you're wondering why things aren't working, it's because you're not asking who you are in the process of things. Who are you? You know, who are you? Who am I? You know, who am I to say? Who am I to say? Who am I to be? So when we look for the things that we want to change in our life, we have to look in the things that we need to change inside of our heart inside of our spirit and our soul because things don't change because we're not a reflection of the things we see and the things we manifest the things that we attract to our lives if you're creating uh, uh, unhealthy relationships then look at the relationships of, with yourself and how other people are involved with you when you project out to the world what do they see what do they you're teaching every day you're teaching people how to treat you every day the world looks at you and goes they either admire you, ignore you, or challenge you, or just don't have nothing to do with you. So I find it very interesting that sometimes we, we, we landlock ourselves into these situations just because we are not able to, uh, what's the word I want to use? You know, to have discernment discernment of what who we are and how we move through this world but each day we're gonna each day this is gonna happen until the day we die we we're all born and we all die you know everything through those two everything in between is ours to decide what we're gonna do 
You can blame the world why you're broke. You can blame the world why you're rich. You can blame everybody you can blame. You can also encourage yourself. You can also push forward and say, hey, this is, we're doing this. And for some people, it's harder to be in a positive frame of mind. It's hard for them to be in a place where they actually do better. It kind of blows my mind sometimes that, you know, that we can't see ourselves in a better state of mind, a better state of being. If you change your thinking, your stinking thinking, like they say, if we change our thinking about how we see ourselves out there, then people will see us in a light that they're going to say, okay, this guy, yeah, I get oh, this gal, you know, I get it. So many people want people to love them and, and honor them and respect them for who they are and how they are. Okay? They will. They, they will. They do. I'm telling you. People treat you exactly how you teach them how to be, how you are. You teach people. You're a grand teacher. If you don't want to talk to anybody, what's what happens there? If, like if you totally don't want to have anything to do with anybody, you just want to do your job and don't want to be bothered, what happens? No one bothers you, right? You're left alone. Nobody invites you anywhere. Nobody engages with you. And then... The moment you get triggered by somebody, it's just, it's just a ball. It's just it's just a total spiral. Sometimes life is a spiral. You know, a lot of you are driving to work right now, and you know, a lot of you are going to work, driving to work, and you're, you're thinking about all the things you want to do and all the places you want to be and all the people you want to be with. You know, for a lot of wealthy people, every day is a weekend for them, and we work every day. Most of us to get to the weekend to enjoy two days of life you work eight hours you give eight hours of your life and then you have eight hours maybe to enjoy and then you have eight hours of sleep maybe but you are giving most of us are giving eight hours or more to other people to earn a check because they can pay us only well, they can only pay us according to what they're going to benefit and profit off in their calculations of what they do. If they pay you, they have to sell so much product. They have to sell. They have to make so many loans. It's just, it's a numbers game. And right now we're watching a lot of this change in the world. Now we're watching, you know, artificial intelligence. You ask, ask artificial intelligence who they are. Who am I? Who are you? It'll give you an answer. You know, it'll give you an answer for sure. It'll for sure give you an answer. If you have a chat GPT, I'll put it in my post today. I'll, tie, I'll, ask, I'll ask AI, who are you? And I'll see the mathematical calculation of it being a symbiote, symbiotic uh, system. All right, guys. I think I've talked enough and I think I've given you... Uh, a lot of stuff to think about a lot of things to you know ponder and uh so i hope you enjoyed uh, our little discussion as you're driving to work or you're waking up this morning have your coffee you know just ask yourself who are you who am i who am i i live for the weekends Why live for every day enjoy every day 
Have gratitude in the day of what has been presented to you. Because the day, the day is, is amazing. The day is amazing. When we make it amazing. I know it's hard for some people. It's hard for some people. Because, you know, they're, they're, they're so conditioned. We're all conditioned. Every single one of us. There's nobody on this planet who's not conditioned by somebody else or by other belief systems or no belief systems at all. Every human being is, is conditioned. There's not one of you who has not been conditioned or programmed to believe into something that you may or may not believe in or may be, want to be part of. But you're part of it because you believe that you have to participate in it because if you don't participate in the part of the system, then you're violating the system and you're letting the system down because it's a right, right? Oh, it's my right, you know? But it's actually a privilege or a right, you know, wherever you're thinking. But so many of us go through life thinking that we're independently, oh, I'm free, you know, I'm free. Oh, yeah, I'm free, man. You're free to the extent of the eight hours that you're given or the day off you, you get, or the weekend you have. You're not, you're, we're not free. Free is like if we can just jump off this planet and go somewhere else, that's freedom. You can't really just go wherever you want. You can't really just do whatever you want. Oh, but I can get my car and I can drive to Keens Island. I can go to Keens Island. That's what I'm trying to say, you know. You know, we're like, we're like AI too. We're kind of trapped in this system called we call it the matrix we're caught in, we're caught in the system of beliefs of mazes of ideas and trying to find who created us who the creator is then we pray and then we manifest we put our hands in the air and we give thanks to something that we can't see but we know it's there we know it's there but the truth system is the idea is like okay I'm going to go with faith that this is real. I'm going to go with faith that this is true. But for a lot of us, it's, it's difficult. Because we have to see it to believe it. But who are you in this world? Who are you? What do you, what do you want to do? What's your game plan? Or do you just want to ride the wave to the end of it until you die? Or do you want to see magical things and create magical things that you're at it? You know, right now the world is testing the boundaries the boundary systems that we've created. What was once seen as to be honored and protected is now not that way. The things that we call demonic and evil are not that way. Everything has shifted for a lot of people. Not everybody. Some people hold on to their belief systems and ideologies, and that's okay. But we, the world has, the world is, consciousness is rising right now in ways that we cannot fathom. We think we understand, but we don't truly understand until much later in time. We are witness now to watch how the world is manifesting, creating things. We are bearing witness to consciousness, human consciousness awakening <clears throat> to old paradigms that don't no longer serve us. What we are failing to do is to see it in a way, and sometimes, you know, I'm going to go, sometimes we have to be destructive and tear it down. And then sometimes we have to give it love and honor and still yell and, and project a little bit and say, you know what, you're wrong. 
but you know I, there's times where I get like I get kind of like these ideas and these visions and I see these things it's kind of like when World War II you know when you know when the United States bombed Japan that was another that was another moment in time where human consciousness rose where we woke up and said whoa what are we doing and that's what's happening right now we're waking up and going whoa what's, what's happening what's going on we're seeing things that we don't agree with sometimes you know for a lot of people are going is this are we really doing this is humanity really going are we going to do this why are we why are we doing this is there no other way but there's a lot of people who are landlocked in, in belief systems and ideologies they want to manipulate and control and keep people in the same thinking the same frame of mind the same um idealic belief systems these these old systems they may have served us in a way this is why man is destructive because man can't flex man can't bend man <clears throat> has this idea that if i don't then i'll be punished for it then the system will collapse and then then what you know one of my shamanic classes i asked people i said you know no prisons this is not no we're not gonna have prisons it was tough for them it was tough for them to think not having prisons because i told them don't do not try to implement the constructs that we have today in the prisons what would it mean to not have prisons what would humanity have to do or be to not have prisons and you know there's there's no right or wrong answer there's just a myriad of answers you can look at it however you want it didn't i didn't say it had to be nice or pretty I just said there was no prisons. You can talk about rehabilitation. You can you can talk about uh, corporal punishment. You can talk about. I mean, the idea is there's just no prisons. What would that? What would society do? How would society react? How society would be if they knew their consequences would be a certain way? And you know, for a lot of people, the consequences aren't enough, and they're not. They don't care. There's some people just don't just. There are people on this planet who just don't care about anything or anyone. I want you to hear that because this is a true reality. There are people on this planet who don't care about you, don't care about me. And there are people on this planet that you don't even know that you probably would care about if you knew about them. But a lot of us walk past homeless people. A lot of us walk past, you know, people and we say stupid remarks. And a lot of us, you know, say, hey, I hope they do better. For the majority of us, we struggle. Because when we look at another person suffering, we see ourselves in them. And we don't want to suffer like that. We never want to be homeless. Oh, you should just get a job. Hmm. Maybe. And I'm not even talking about mental illness or why they're there, what their story is, why they collapse into the system that they're in. I'm not even, I'm not even talking about that. Yeah, here that's that's the thing that's the thing humanity does not like to see the ugly stuff but the ugly stuff from the ugly stuff comes the beautiful stuff you know when you look at your garden it's pretty barren you drop the seeds in you don't see anything for a few weeks or so 
then eventually you start to see the fight, the struggle, pushing through the ground. You know, the, the plants start to move. They start to come up. They start to push through. And then what happens? Some of them make it. Some of them don't. And the ones who make it, they bear fruit. And some of them who make it don't bear fruit. Because some of their jobs is not to bear fruit, but also to pollinate, to help. Some plants need other plants to pollinate, to co-create. And then that's not including all the pollinators that come in. You know, when we look at life, everything has its purpose. Sometimes humanity steps outside of the purpose because it doesn't want to be controlled and manipulated. But, but yet they control and manipulate each other. Humans do that. We control and manipulate ourselves into things. Why? I don't know. It's because somebody had a great idea and that great idea worked in that moment. And that great idea created infrastructure and that, that great idea created a whole bunch of stuff. You know, the system that we have today eventually will collapse because it all collapses. It's designed to collapse. It's designed to collapse. So the next, the next power group, the next power ball group, the next group that comes in can take over and say, we're going to fix this for you. You just keep shopping. You go buy the cereal boxes that we want you to buy. You buy the sodas we want you to buy. Oh, here's the bread you want to buy. Unless you make the stuff yourself, you're buying the stuff that they want you to buy. Where's the free will in there? Oh, the free will is I can choose Wonder Bread or I can choose Kroger brand. Well, that's some free will there, damn it. You know, like I had a really good choice there. But our lives, you know, we have people deciding our lives every single day. What, what they're going to do for us. What's best for us. And as human beings, we're, we just go, okay. Makes my life easier. I don't have to think about it. The thing is, we don't push and we don't make the people most of the time who we vote for accountable to us. If we made us made them accountable to us, but not reelecting them again, but we keep reelecting them for some damn reason then the same things happen over and over. Oh, he's too young. Oh, that guy's inexperienced. Most politicians before they were anything, they had no experience. Sometimes it's better to bring someone green in with beautiful ideas. And of course, I'm sure they get corrupted by the time they get in, into the, the system. You know, the system is, oh no, we can't do that. You can't do that. You, can't. you know, most of these suckers go into office, they're, they're broke and they come out multimillionaires. Just saying. I don't know. I know. I go to my job. I don't come back out. Multi-millionaire. You know? I mean, do you guys go in your job and come back out multi-millionaire? Some of you might, but, but I'll tell you, the majority of us don't. The majority of us have a calendar on our refrigerator going, what's today, Wednesday? No, Tuesday. Oh, tomorrow's trash pickup day. I'll put the trash out tomorrow. I'll put it out at night. Oh, I got to 6 a.m. I got to put it out, okay? And then someone's like, ah, I'm just fed up with the damage. We'll put on some Netflix. Okay. And some of us go to bed watching the news and putting that negative thought into our mind. Not all news is negative, but 
the news has been negative lately because just of all that's going on in the world, it's going on in the Middle East and all that stuff. And that's a whole other topic in itself. Which kind of leads into this stuff. We'll, we'll talk about it sooner or later at some point. As things make themselves clear. Because right now things are really disturbing. And the world is divided. Because the world loves to be divided. The world loves to pick a team. You got to pick a side. No one ever thinks that one side and the other side might have good ideas or not. But we can't like these people because they're a certain way or that certain way. We do that here in this world. We do this here. Oh, I'm a Browns fan. Oh, man, you must love losing all the time. Oh, I'm a Bengal. Oh, whatever. You lost how many Super Bowls? You know, it's just OH, you know. It, we're part of something. And that's what humans do. They, they like being part of things. They like to be in that little nick, in that little nick. That, cre that crevice of things. I belong. I belong. Even though you may not, even though you may not see me, I belong. I'm cheering for you. You know, I don't talk a lot about politics here on my shows, but sometimes I throw it in from time to time. We don't get to choose what we truly want. In a political leader, if the political leaders are incompetent or not to our standard, nothing's going to change until the next four years is gone. You'll see a great change after this cycle. We have to go through the cycle. I hate to say that, but this cycle right now. When they say no, no, bueno. Find the beauty in this cycle because it's there. Don't get hung up and don't get mad and upset because it doesn't go your way. Embrace the things that you can pull from it and the things you can find and make it better. Because I'll tell you, life will be much easier knowing that in that cycle, in that moment, that you'll find those pieces and parts that are valuable. But if you're looking for things that are negative, you will find them all day long. You can find everything negative about me all day long. You can find negative things about anybody. Can you find the positive attributes and the things that will help us? The things that maybe the political leaders have done. Because they're there. They're there because five crap things they do, they do one thing right. And it's there. But we don't see it because we would rather think about the five crap things in the one good thing that came from that. Sometimes the one good thing that came out of the five crapper and flushed down the toilet things is probably a good idea that went down the toilet. Because then the next person come in and go, okay, we, this is all we need to tweak. We just need to tweak this. Why didn't they just see that? Because they didn't see it. Because they didn't have the vision to see it. But sometimes that one thing that, that manifests and creates and that one little thing, that little, that little nugget, the most little powerful nugget is right there. It's right there. Do we want to see it? Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. 
Who am I? Well, that's, that's a loaded question, isn't it? Who are you? Who are you? I think I think I know who I am. I have an idea how I see myself in the mirror. But it doesn't matter how I see myself. It doesn't matter how I look at myself. It only matters to me how I believe in my heart what I am. But people will always see another human being the way they project upon them. The beliefs and ideas that they want and the qualities they're looking for in people they want to be around or, or friends they want to have. I'm not saying you have to monitor your emotions, your feelings, and how you act. But people usually find connection because like energies attract, meaning the, the similar similarities, similar things pull people together. And then things that don't resonate pull them apart. Because we're all one in the creator's mind. We're all the, the children. We're all the pieces. We're the spark. You know, in the universe, we're that one divine spark. You know, once your spark is gone, it gets re-manifested, recollected, or it goes to heaven, whatever you believe in. But something does happen. It, we do continue. You may become part of the ground. You may be part of the universe. You may go to heaven. You may reincarnate, depending who what your belief is. I really, truly believe your creating mind never stops creating. I think you'll be creating until eternity. You'll be creating. And for some people, that may be exhausting and tiring, but it doesn't have to be. So my message for you is today, just go out, be your, be the best version of yourself in this moment because you can't control the past because it's gone, it's done. It doesn't matter how traumatic and how bad it was. It's gone, but the memories are filed cabinet in your brain. The future, you can project into the future, but the future's not here, but once the, you arrive to the future, whatever that is, you're in the present moment. So as soon as I go to the future, I'm here. What I can't really do is go back there. I can draw the energies I think I felt in that moment or the energies I feel and put them here and relive it in a way that's different, but I'm trying to relive it. But back here, you can't even tell me what you did five minutes ago, ten minutes ago. But it's the trauma. That's why I call it trauma. But here in the future, that's what I'm saying. Everything in the middle, you know, you were born over here. You were born. That's a gimme. Okay, you're here. The future is one day you will depart. You just don't know when you're going to depart. And it may not be good to your best interest to know because you will live life in a weird way. Sometimes life is the unexpected. You know, life is so unpredictable. You know, we wake up, things are look great. We get home, things are so great. Sometimes we wake up, we have a fender bender. Boom. Did we see it coming? No. Some of us will leave and never come home. And it's true reality. So be kind to yourself. Be kind to the people you love. Just acknowledge them. Just say, hey man, I love you. And if that's all you have to say, that's all. 
but life life is a beautiful beautiful journey while you're journeying enjoy the journey you'll find destinations along the way where you'll stop and create memories and ideas and beliefs people friends as you continue through the journey and hit these other destinations you will say goodbye to friends you'll say goodbye to people you love never forget them as you continue through your journey hit other destinations some people get married some people get divorced some people find lovers and some people move on some people have children some people lose children i mean everybody has a book in them every single person everybody has a book it sometimes the book is written for you and for your family it doesn't have to be a book for the world but everybody has a book and sometimes the book takes on a life of its own and that book creates the connection that sometimes we we lack with people in our lives so many of us have siblings that we don't get along with or we don't talk to i'm the same way you know which is kind of sad you all come from the same you know you're all from the same breed you're from the you're from the mom you know you're from your mother your father but yet you're so different and so unique in your own way this is this is proof that you're a magical gift because if you all came from the same place it would be different that's why for me creator and creation is more than just one entity being there's just too many variables there's just too many feelings that i have and i feel sometimes but anyway my friends you have a beautiful rest of your day enjoy your time the people you love and i will catch up with you later thank you for tuning in to your stay alive i hope you enjoyed the show today it's uh it's good to be here i'll be at the reiki center drumming on the 18th of uh, november at 7 p.m so join us for a drum circle you'll have fun if you have not been to drum circle it's an amazing time create some beats and rhythms with that i just want to say what is above is below thank you for great spirit thank you thank you ancestors for everything tonight thank you everybody for being here with me and sharing time with me sometimes the spirit hits you in some weird awkward moments and i felt like i had to share with you today what was on my heart so remember who are you who am i it's yet to be determined always unfolding peace and love take care my friends i'll talk to you soon